0: And BetQLU is punting on football and going dancing early this Saturday. The new BetQLU in the action tips off. It's a seven hour college basketball, live betting extravaganza. Don't miss the action every Saturday starting at noon Eastern. Listen on the BetQL app or watch the emotional roller coaster on Twitch at BetQL. Mark Drumheller will be part of that 12 to 4 Eastern emotional roller coaster on Twitch and the Odyssey app and everywhere else. Cannot wait to not only watch you go through that emotional roller coaster, uh, Mark, but at the same time, uh, we'll probably. Tell you on at least a couple of bets in that so looking forward to that show this weekend
1: yeah absolutely incredibly excited four hours of college hoops you know the highs the lows of sports betting you know you guys do such a great job of really like opening the window to the audience and taking them through that emotion um so I can't wait to do it myself I mean I'm really excited for Saturday slate already can't wait to get in there and get to work
0: yeah, you say that, but then it's not fun when people watch you have a mental breakdown. Have you ever broken live your on hand? the air? Yeah, like Trista smashed her hand yesterday, and we got. I did
1: see the tape. Yeah, yes.
0: So it's it is a little. It can get a little dangerous. So maybe bring some bubble wrap with you, or at least some ace bandages if you sprain your wrist. I'll call up, make sure the insurance plan's all set. There you go.
2: So, Mark, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm jacked to watch the show. I'll be listening. I'll be watching. But before we could just dive right into college hoops, 12 hours of college hoops, I think we got a pretty big game coming up on Saturday because there is no college hoops. If the Army and the Navy and the service academies aren't watching and protecting us every single day, 24-7, 365, big game coming up this Saturday, Navy, Army, do you have a play in this game, and why would it be the over?
1: Yeah, I'll tell you, I'll, there's a lot of good reason to bet the over in this situation. I go. love this game. Like, being from Philadelphia, there's ties to it. You know what I mean? It, it's here. So, um, But this is, this is a fun game because it's it's a little bit of old school football, right? Two teams just lining up, just trying to impose their will on each other. Um, so I think the game's a lot of fun every year. Uh, I did play Army in this one, and for reasons that you wouldn't think, right? Navy's rushing defense is really good, much stronger than Army. So I think that's why you're seeing them getting backed in the market here. But – you know, I think that one of these teams are going to have to try and get some chunk plays. And in a low-scoring game like this, I think that's really going to be the difference. And Navy has let up a ton of explosive pass plays this year. You know, is Army going to be able to take advantage of that? You know, a little razzle-dazzle early, try and steal some momentum. You know how big momentum could be in low-scoring games. You know, do we see that? But I, I think we can. This is a revenge game for Army. I bet Army last year, and they let me down. So I'm coming to get my money back. But as far as the total, um, it's – you know listen it, it's so low at 30s it's yeah. almost like it, it's how can you bet the over when it, the under hits every single year but um it's low like if i heard if you look back i think you know it's like uh like lately at this number if the total was this number like it, it's almost hit nine of the last 16 times the over so the game typically scores above this mark in the low 30s but you know, the 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 total just keeps crashing and crashing. So it'll be interesting to see where that plays out. Total, no bet for me, but I am on Army. Love it.
3: Mark, are there any teams that you actually trust so far in college basketball? Because I've seen UNC go from the number one team in the country to 18 in the span of like two days. Villanova got beat by, I think, Portland. Uh, you, you're just seeing these blue blood teams not look like themselves, like Gonzaga, like Duke, etc. Who do you trust, if anyone?
1: Yeah. It's tough. I mean, I try and stick to some of the teams that went on defense didn't work last night with Texas. Obviously Um, you know, they went down to Illinois, but you know, I really like their backcourt. I like how tenacious they are on defense. You know, they get steals, you know, they get in transition. Um, But it's right now it's a little bit of a feeling out process. You know, I was just watching Penn state and that's a team that's been extremely relying on the three ball all year. Right. And Michigan state comes in there and shoots 50% from three. And it's like, what is Izzo feeding these guys? You know, like, uh, you know, So they ended up, you know, losing that. And, you know, Michigan State's not even healthy. But, you know, I tend to try and lean towards defense this early, you know, why we see these teams start to take shape. But you talked about some of the blue bloods. Like you look at Duke, you know, that's a team that's still kind of finding out who they are. Um, You know, I took them last night, so that was a winner. But, um, you know, I just like the length that they had in the front court in that matchup against Iowa. So that one turned out, you know, won some, lost some last night. But, you know, we move on
0: talking to Mark Drumheller bet MGM tonight uh we're looking at the Thursday night game and it's I, I honestly i'm rooting for chaos i'm hoping baker mayfield starts and it's just a complete mess because why not we like these thursday night games they can be hit or miss i guess it what what side what total anything in that game is really worth a play in your eyes
1: yeah, you just have to bet the Raiders, right? I know it's yeah. moving. It's getting close to the key number at seven. So you're going to get um, in, in a tough spot, you know, laying that kind of number with a team that it just lost so many close games. And, you know, you noticed the Raiders with McDaniel and this might be a little bit of a reach, but I felt like early in the season. He was just super conservative, like he was almost playing games like he was still with the Patriots and wanted to keep it close and would just have Tom Brady pull it out at the end. But it's a it's a different team, you know, with a a different set of skills. So um, I think he's learning on the fly and we're kind of seeing them, you know, win a couple games now. The ball's starting to bounce their way. Um, But this Rams team, I mean, if you're out there claiming Baker Mayfield, you're not serious. Like, you know, and, and this is, you know, they they're putting on the projection that they're, you know, trying to salvage the season, but everybody in the locker room knows what's going on. You know, Sean McVay, you know, spent the off season talking to Amazon. Aaron Donald was talking about retirement. You know, I played Rams not to make the playoffs a plus 200, Um, you know, so pretty happy with the way their season's yeah. going, but I, I don't see how you can back them at this spot. Like even if it gets to seven, like, I don't know, you you tease it down if it gets to seven, right? And then you play the Raiders and then, you know, you pick some spots on Sunday to kind of pair it with, but I I can't back the Rams, uh, you know, just with the way their season's going, I don't see how they turn things around.
2: Mark, obviously every week, you know, there's some lines that probably don't make sense to everybody. Some people are probably wondering how, you know, you have a 10 win Minnesota team. They're two and a half point dogs to a five and seven lions team on the road. But, I feel like sometimes you know you just you can't overthink things. Why am I overthinking Tampa Bay three and a half point dogs? I know they haven't looked good and I know how good San Francisco's looked in that defense, but it's Brock Purdy, the last pick of the draft going against Tom Brady. Why should I not just grab the three and a half with Tampa as bad as they've looked?
1: Yeah. I, 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 like Tampa here and I'm telling you, it's not even Brock Purdy against Tom Brady. It's <laughs> Brock Purdy against Todd Bowles blitzing defense. And, you know, Tampa's had a ton of problems this year, but is that really the situation that you want Brock Purdy in? Um, I don't think so. Uh, you know, Tampa has just been miserable, you know, against the number this year and, you know, continuing not to meet expectations. You know, they got that miracle win against the saints. So um, definitely a hard team to back, but I don't know, man. Like, I, I just think there's a massive gap between Jimmy Garoppolo, as much as, you know, hard time as we give him, um, to Brock Purdy. And and to have, a you know, a quarterback making, you know, getting getting his second taste of gameplay against a, a defense like Todd Bowles that can be hyper-aggressive at times to a fault, um, I think it's a bad spot for them. I You know, I really do. You know, the other side of the ball – uh, it's going to be San Fran's defensive front against that Tampa offensive line, which is pretty ugly, right? So, um, I don't know. Maybe go to the BetMGM Sportsbook. See see what you can, what kind of crazy odds you can get on the 0-0 final because I'm not sure how many points are going to be scored on this one. There you go. There's a company uh, man right be, there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why you'll hey, see him hey, on Saturday. Saturdays now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the only sportsbook. Either of these offenses are going to move the ball. So, um, that that's really what it comes down to. I think it's very close – low scoring game and in that case hey you know if you get a number like three three and a half pretty valuable
3: yeah now we've seen the jets are now dealing with the flu we've got the vikings dealing with the flu how do you sort of and analyze and build these types of things into your handicap for this weekend because i mean this i don't know if you know this mark but it's an epidemic going on right now and it's hitting everybody like a wave
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, you team by team, you kind of see teams get impacted and you know, you have to really look at the depth and you know, we have enough resources, you know, out there to where we can kind of see player grades for, you know, certain teams and you got to dig into that stuff. You know, the jets, they looked like they had the flu in the red zone last week against Minnesota. (laughs) I bet the jets gave me the flu. I bet again, you know, yeah. So, you know, I had a money line. I had them, you know, with the points. I had them alt spread. So, you know, wasn't really happy with Mike White's performance in the red zone there. Barrios dropping the, you know, touchdown at the end. But um, I, I think they're in a little bit of trouble here against Buffalo. You know, I played Buffalo minus the nine points. Um, and, you know, Everybody looks at Buffalo like they have trouble covering spreads, but three games this year as home favorites and nine points or more, they outscored their opponents. I think it's one Oh six to 27. It was the blowout against Tennessee. They won by a million. It was when they beat up on the Steelers, like 38 to three. And then when they played green Bay, you know, Aaron Rodgers got the backdoor cover cause it they were laying 10 and a half, but you know, they still won that game by double digits. So, I think the Jets are in a little bit of problems here, um, you know, And, and but when they, teams have the flu, you know, a team like the Jets, who's kind of up and coming, doesn't have a ton of depth, you know, that's going to be a problem.
0: No, Mark, I'm looking at the NFC standings right now, and you have the Eagles, the Vikings, and the Cowboys yeah, at the top, right? But then at the same time, I can sit there and find reasons why I don't have confidence in any one of those teams to get to the Super Bowl. Just given the history of whether it's the quarterback or the coach, the 49ers were kind of the team I had the most confidence in. But now it's Brock Purdy, a quarterback until I guess maybe the divisional round of Jimmy Garoppolo goes back. At least you had the history there. Where are you on the NFC at the top? And which team do you have the most confidence in actually getting to the Super Bowl out of this group?
1: Yeah, well, it's the Eagles, and I'm from Philadelphia, so obviously it might be a little bit of a Hoover Fine, case, fine. You really can not. say them, yeah. The, the, <laughs> the 49ers were the team, I think, that everybody was kind of expecting to come in there and, you know, cause some disruption, but, you know, the, the problem with Purdy, it, the, the road's going to be too tough. And you're starting to see just things from Philadelphia with how they played last week. And things are just starting to break their way. And it's almost like the seas are parting and, it, you know, it's getting easier. You're seeing, you know, Minnesota showing some cracks. And and sure, Dallas on paper looks great. They get off the bus, they look awesome. Let them play at Indianapolis Colts through the playoffs. You know, they could go to the Super Bowl. But I've seen this really? Dallas team in December as an Eagles fan year after year, and they just struggle. You know what I mean? So I don't have a ton of confidence confidence in them i think it you know has more to do with just the, the weakness of the nfc more than the eagles but i do think the eagles have enough talent to take advantage of it if they can stay healthy. That's really the key for every team this time of year is who's going to stay healthy and kind of survive the war of attrition of the season.
2: Mark, I uh, I'm old, like I'm in my uh, mid 30s so this is kind of embarrassing, but you know, I love Aaron Rodgers and I know that the time it's it's about over though for Aaron Rodgers, so I had to find a new guy and my new guy is uh, Joe Burrow. I'll always be a Packer fan, but I love Joe Burrow. Just seems that he can't beat the Cleveland Browns. I look at this game, though, Bengals at home, doesn't six points, that seems a little high against this Cleveland team, Deshaun didn't look very good, what would you do in this game, and then what are you doing with the Bengals moving forward, like for example, I bet the Ravens to win the division, should I just get out of that right now with, you know, we don't really know when Lamar's coming back, what his status is going to be, and Cincinnati looks this good, what do you make of them right now, not only this week, but moving forward?
1: Yeah, so this week, I I don't like them. So I had them in my buy low, sell high spot um, article I put out for Yahoo. I actually had them and the Ravens in there. So I like both those teams this week um, in those uh, those spots, the Browns and the Ravens, not the Bengals. Bengals were selling because six points is just too much. Like we've seen Joe Burrow. 0-4 against the Browns. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, the Browns have won eight of the last nine times these two teams have played. And, you know, Jamar Chase wasn't there for the first matchup. And the Bengals were still kind of figuring out their offense. All that could be true, but they got pulverized up front in that game. Like, they got, you know, on the defensive line, was all over Joe Burrow, and Cleveland ran right through the Bengals' defense. So that, to me, is still going to be a problem in this matchup. Some teams just match up well against each other. Not saying the Bengals can't win the game. We have to go crazy and pay on the money line with the browns but if you're going to give me six points i'm going to take it i mean it's the third most significant key number outside of three and seven so um i think in a divisional matchup you know the browns three and zero against the spread against the nfc north so um I, I think it's valuable so i like them there going forward i like the browns this time of year you know we saw joe burrow get it done last year and and i think that you know they uh The Bengals are going to be able to, you know, make some noise in the playoffs. Again, will they survive the AFC? It's going to be tough. So many good teams. But I do like them to win that division. Um, You know, I put out a piece last week about how – you know, they're probably one of the teams you could you could have still got a plus money before this last weekend that, you know, could end up overtaking that division. Just because the Ravens, I can't trust them from an injury perspective. It's just yeah. year after year, you know, they break down as the season goes on, and they're a team that doesn't have the depth to withstand it. So um, I do love that division, cause some chaos in the playoffs, but we're gonna fade them this week. Mark, we have
3: about a minute between you talk about Joe Burrow. His MVP number is now only 8 to 1. It's moved from 18 to 1. Josh Allen's is at 12 to 1. Between those two, who would you rather bet on to win MVP, considering the way that the schedule is and considering how you think the voters will be?
1: It's a great question between those two because the Bengals do have a tough schedule but I think that could play well for the, for the uh Joe Burrow in that favor if he comes out and has some huge wins against some high profile teams. So I, I would think that I would probably play Joe Burrow at that number as opposed to Josh Allen. I just think Allen it, you know it's just been a little bit up and down and, and lately you know the offense hasn't really exceeded expectations. They're going to have some big wins but I think you know when we get towards the end of the year, you're going to see a lot of people, you know, the Bills came into the season as the Super Bowl favorites, and a lot of people wrote the Bengals off earlier. So if they come in, win that division, end up with a three seed, possibly a two seed in a very, very tough AFC, I think that's going to make a much stronger case for Joe Burrow than Josh Allen on the Bills.
0: He's Mark Drumheller. Check him out Saturday, noon to 4 Eastern on BetQLU in the action. Have a great show. Thanks for coming on with us. Mark.
1: Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.